Good morning. So today I want to talk about sarcopenia and muscle loss. Something that comes up a lot now actually with something that when we go over in the kickstart sessions like what you want to achieve, a lot of the ladies are starting to change from just weight loss or just fitness to more kind of like I actually just want to, you know, my health, aging well, stuff like that. It seems to be more on the agenda now. Like we know that kind of health means more than what it did years ago and you could maybe get away with a little bit more. Um, but something that is research driven, this isn't, hi Julie, this isn't my opinion, but I want to bring that now because there's a lot of emotion in food. Hi Angela, there's a lot of emotion in wrapped up in food. So for example, say I was a keto dieter, so I spoke about this the other day and I was strict on it, I would, a lot of people would then try and make you do keto too because it worked for me it should work for you and something that I'm very aware of is just because something works for me it doesn't mean it works for you for example I don't eat gluten so I've got celiac it doesn't mean I say everyone should avoid bread because it's just not true it's actually fine for the majority of people um, similar with like vegetarian diets vegan diets it can be very um, almost like if I'm doing it you should do it and people try and get you on the diet rather than thinking what's worked for you now so on the topic of sarcopenia muscle loss aging well there's two things that are that, are, that sound really simple but they are harder implemented than said and number one is muscle strengthening exercise and this doesn't mean that you have to go to a gym at all it can be squats it can be body weight stuff and just because you say you know I can't do a push-up day it doesn't matter if you do it leaning against the kitchen side or the sofa or the wall is actually just progressing and getting a bit stronger than you were yesterday that's it because you're still getting stronger so even if it's not muscle to someone else it is to you so that's the key thing to think about number two is more protein like the diets are very clear the nutrition research is very clear that a higher protein diet helps with not just keeping muscle but also fat loss because it gen, gen, tends to keep people more full up you've got to put something in the tank right so if people say oh don't eat too much protein if you don't eat too much protein what are you going to eat instead that's the question probably the leftovers from christmas right so key thing to think about is there uh, with the protein they've done studies in people with type 2 diabetes um, and over 12 weeks the people lost the most weight even though the calories were the same were the people who ate the most protein in fact, they actually had whey protein as well in that diet. And, you know, whey protein is often being, oh, I don't want to build muscle. But these were people with type 2 diabetes and they lost more weight. Um, so, interesting thing to think about there. Very practical. Increasing your protein intake, that might help with your snacking, split nails, skin, hair. Like, keeping full up, which is a big thing when you try to lose fat. Because, you know, all you can think about is food on some of these diets. So... Protein, resistance exercise. And with the resistance exercise, I get it. It can be hard to make it fun. So you've got to do something that you find fun as well. So even if it, even if it's some kind of hobby that you can find that you can link in with some type of resistance exercise. So, you know, for example, one of the ladies I work with, she likes walking. But she's like, oh, it's not resistance exercise. So I said, okay, every time you go for a walk, before you go or after you go, just add in. You know, two minutes of squats, two minutes of push-ups, just to increase that. And that's progress. So, hope that helps. Any questions on that, do let me know. And have a great day. Speak soon.